Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Penny Lane Podcast with Whale Stream, presented by Penny's Going In Raw. The stock market is hotter than ever right now and traders are taking advantage. But what does that mean for the people who still haven't started trading? The market can be a little intimidating at first, but you don't have to be alone in the learning experience. We at the Penny's Going In Raw podcast are here to help you. I'm Dan, and with my co-host, Hugh Henney, we make the stock market a fun but informative experience for our listeners. We offer knowledge for all levels of traders, from beginners to those who do it full-time. On PGIR, we discuss up-to-date news about the stock market and interview other traders who all started out just like us and made it big. You'll hear from Hugh and other multi-millionaire traders, founders and CEOs of companies, Fintwit superstars, and even professional athletes. Have you ever thought about investing your hard-earned cash but don't know where to start? Do you have money just sitting in your savings account collecting dust? We were all there once, too. Listen to Penny's Going In Raw on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Josh. Welcome to the Penny Lane Podcast. Thank you. Uh, it's <laughs> awesome to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. We also have our uh, you know, regular fill-in who's becoming a more permanent part of the show, Ellis Dillinger. Oh, Alice. hello, hello. No, I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a permanent addition. I'm more of like the large cap uh, condosaur. You know, that's what I refer to myself as. Even though I've been trading pennies, but, you know, gotta do what you gotta do. I know, but like of the last 10 episodes, how many have you been on? Uh, I haven't gotten that many fan emails yet, so not enough. Yeah. I'm sending one now. I actually was thinking um, that we need to get a picture of you for the website as like, a. I mean, I feel like we need to to add you on the team. And then I'm like, I don't even know what you look like. So we can use a <laughs> fake, like, I, I didn't know what to do. So anyway, it's been in my mind, but we have not uh, acted on that yet. Uh, if you have anyone that's really good at Photoshop, I can toss them some ideas of what I would like and we can put that on the website. But yes. Oh, yeah, let I'm, me hire a graphic designer for you. I, know I just a lot lost of like kids. <laughs> a significant amount of my portfolio, and now I'm trying to hire a graphic designer. Oh, <laughs> oh I think everyone had a red day this week. Uh, I saw Ripster, who's talking about it today. He was up 1.5 million yesterday and ended the day red. So, yeah. And that's Ripster. So, if, <laughs> if you, and I know, and I, like, I'm friends with a lot of like big name people, and like everyone's really struggling right now. Um, you know, I always, when I first started trading like, options that were like small caps or anything, I would not actually trade the VIX was over 20, right? Because you're just going to sit and chop. You're going to pay too much in premium. You're subject to knives here and there. So that used to be like one of my rules, but now I'm, I'm much better at dealing with volatility. Uh, it definitely is a, a different flavor. Like I'm shorting. I've been shorting. I shorted Ford today. <laughs> I know Ariel was shorting it too. And that's why, like, that's my baby girl too. Like, that's like my baby mama. So I felt bad, but. So Ariel, uh, today was his first day shorting. Yeah, yeah, he's been learning from uh, my good buddy Thiz. Uh, shout to Thiz, and uh, hopefully everything's well with his family. But he's another close buddy of mine as well. Thiz was going to come on the podcast, but we he had a lot of other interviews around the time, so we pushed it back. Yeah, he's a he's a great guy. Uh, he's one of my him barn. We're all in the same kind of crew. We all kind of bounce ideas off each other. I love mm-hmm. Fizz, dude. He's the most savage dude I know. Like, he's just funny. Like he's like me. Like no BS. Uh, just trades the setup. He doesn't really care like who called what. He's just like, hey man, I'm just my. I know I make money doing this, so I'm just gonna keep doing. It. 
Yeah. Cool. Josh is probably like, who are these people? But let's turn our attention to him. I'm on the Twitter. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, Josh, could you tell us just the kind of Cliff's Notes version of how you got to where you are today? Yeah. So, um, born in 91, you know, it was a warm (laughs) summer day. Uh, Wait, were you really? Yes. Oh, God. Alice, when were you born? I can't tell. I can't say that, but yeah, later than that. Oh God! <laughs> he was born in like 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 1999, maybe. <laughs> oh um, wow! Well, let's. Wow! So you were definitely born in the 2000s. Was it like? No, no, I wasn't. No, I'm 25. No. So you can do the math. Okay. Yeah. Whew. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm old enough to, to know- drink, okay, <laughs> and rent a car, okay. I just got my own health insurance. You could okay. even rent a car with, uh, actually, yeah, you could just rent a car. Yeah, I can rent a car and crash it and just go ghost, dude. Like, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, tell us about your journey, like how you started uh, getting into trading, because your story is interesting. Because you're not just a trader; you're also uh, you also run a program and you developed it. So I'm curious how that transition happened. Yeah. So. I went to school for audio engineering, totally not related at all. Then I got into a sales job, but um, I actually started investing from a young age. So I was buying when like Steve, I was a computer nerd a little bit when I was younger. So uh, when Steve Jobs was going back to Apple, I had asked my mom if I could borrow some money because I knew I was supposed to get something later on in life. Um, And she... And I was like, if I lose it, I'll give you, I'll pay you back. If I don't lose it, I'll pay you back. Um, So (laughs) basically I bought Apple. Uh, This was before the iPod and stuff like that. So pretty, pretty inexpensive. Um, And then, you know, the rest is kind of history. And then I kept adding throughout life, buying, buying companies that I believed would be around for a long period of time. Not necessarily because I thought they were going to be huge growth because I knew nothing about companies. I just knew about those companies. So I'm like, I see value here. I'm going to buy. And that started when I was like 12. That's when I bought my uh, first first bunch of Apple. Um, and that wasn't on Robinhood, right? No, um, definitely not Robinhood. I actually called. Uh, we set up an account with like Raymond James and I told them, hey, I want to put this money in here. Um, so I didn't even do the trade myself. Um but then later on, fast forward, um, I started trading options a few years back, like maybe two, three years ago now, um, but very mild, nothing crazy. And I've just, I was using one of the competitors and then COVID happened and everybody started getting into trading. So then there were all these new chats popping up. I was in a WhatsApp and oh, with man. a few with a few of my friends <laughs> and yeah sure sure a group whatsapp yeah and, yeah um it was before discord was a thing to me at least no discord was around but i had no idea somebody invited me to one i'm like this looks crazy because all this all this channels and stuff i had no idea what i was looking at so i'm like i'm gonna stick to whatsapp but everybody in this whatsapp was trading pennies because they liked to day trade i don't really mess around with pennies too much um, so I actually taught them all about options. Then I showed them the competitor and one of the guys in there is a brother and 
uh, a brother of one of the other guys that I know. And he is now the partner, my partner, who's a amazing program. He's a machine. Um, he's an amazing programmer. He, I showed him our competitor and he's like, dude, we can make such a better version. And I'm like, let's do it. And then the rest is history. We started whale stream and we've just been, and our competitors for the most part, they were lacking in certain areas. So none of us were like a hundred percent happy with what we were using, but it was all that was out there. So that's kind of how we broke into this. And then as we were building it, we were, I was really digging into the data and everything. And I figured out some good formulas for some, some successful, like we, we call them indicators, but like on our platform, when, when flows coming in, there's little, uh, little tags that say like important details about an order. And we have something called the highly unusual, um, which, which is, um, what probably our best performing uh, mm-hmm. indicator. Yeah, that's and what has, I love. Yeah, it, ha- it has an amazing success rate. I won't get into numbers because I don't know the, I still don't know the legalities of what I'm allowed to market as far as success rate, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, you don't want Tim Sykes people. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, but I can. So, uh, yeah, so I'm not a financial advisor, but I would say that the unusuals are pretty accurate. Uh, so I've been using so it. I have a question here. Just Go on. Can you explain it? Like, let's pretend I don't. Well, I do know what an option is. Pretend I know what an option is, and that is all. Like, can you tell me very basically what you're talking about? Yeah. So, as far as like, what is option flow? Yeah. Oh, I'd love someone to talk me through that. You know, this is, I've had a lot of podcasts talking about option flow, and I just cannot really um, get it to click. So I can't be the only one who has no. trouble grasping it. You are not the only one. It's such a common, everyone's like, what is flow? So how about the guy that made flow? will teach everyone. I Let's have no idea. So basically it's, it's pretty simple as far as like what it is, it's order flow. So it's the orders as they hit the tape, but there's different ways that like smart money and institutions try to hide their orders, like by using uh, sweeps, which is a intermarket sweep. So they're taking a big order of contracts and breaking it up into a lot of smaller orders to get it filled quickly. And it'll fill across multiple, uh, multiple exchanges. So basically it shows up on the tape as a bunch of small, smaller transactions. But when you, when you combine them to, and see the actual full order size combined, it's usually significant and most people and will miss it. How, how do you, whew, God, sometimes it's really hard for me to, to ask. I these got questions. it. I know what you're going to ask. So you're, you're, what you're wondering is how do you use those sweeps? In no, that, no, more no. basic. How do you know that all those orders come from the same person? So they're all filled. They're all placed within, they're filled within microseconds of each other. Okay, um, okay. On the exact same contract, like literally not even a second apart. It's microseconds. So, so then when that happens, is it a like, ooh, somebody knows something situation? Not always. Um, okay. So you got to be careful with that. Sometimes it's a hedge. Sometimes, you know, there's, there's a lot of different factors that come into play. But a lot of the time, um, basically, they are trying to enter a lot quicker or undetected. So. 
most likely they do know something, but I don't want to imply that every sweep is going to mean you're going to, you're going to make gains if you follow it. So don't, sure. definitely yeah. don't blindly follow any flow um, unless you're just trying to lotto it and you're, you're okay with your position going to zero. But um, if you learn, I always tell people when they sign up for WhaleStream, um, paper trade it, you know, watch it for, for a few weeks, see how, see how the contracts react to um to the flow and see what happens after the fact and kind of learn and you'll kind of get a feel for what things tend to play out well and what things don't. And then you'll also get bamboozled here and there where (laughs) something that usually does play out is like, Nope, sorry. So it's, it's just like technical analysis. There's failed bull flags. There's, you know, not everything is, it is going to play out perfectly, but, um, having flow in combination with your technical analysis is a huge, huge benefit. If you see it, if you see, if you're looking at a bull flag or something bullish, you're seeing something bullish coming in. And then all of a sudden you see a ton of call flow coming in on that same ticker. I think you're going to feel a little bit more confident that big money whales are on your side and they see that they see what you're seeing. Think about it this way, Blaine, like in a penny stock land, when you see like a breakout about to happen and you see someone just hammering the tape, like just painting it, it's all green, it's lit up, it's blocked buys, right? That gives you confirmation that the move is most likely going to happen. But yes. in large caps, there's so much volume all the time that it, it's not as clear. So what you do is you look at the flow, you see the flow, you see someone hammering it with million dollar sweeps. On like, let's say this week was a lot of Apple 170 calls, right? Mm-hmm. And two days ago, Apple went on absolute terror and made all-time highs. You can feel more confident that that breakout's going to happen, that new high is going to come because all the money is betting on that. Exactly. It's basically... I like that. Yeah, it's basically just seeing what the sentiment is on that ticker. But um, it, so you can kind of... Um, you can kind of see where where the whales are throwing their money. We also show dark pools as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so those you can are great of... for small caps. I don't know if people know about that. I don't want to give away my edge, but I love <laughs> the dark pools for small caps. And we're about to add a ton of insight to that too, but I can't talk about that yet. Um, Woo! Teasers, baby. <laughs> teasers. <laughs> I got a bunch of them. But uh, <laughs> I could talk about the the dark pools for small caps. So there was, I think it was like it probably. Like, uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, um, there was a bunch of dark pool buys on SEES, right? I think it was one of those. Or there's two tickers I was confused, and there was like there was like a two million dollar dark pool print, and I just started using whale streams. I'm like, hmm, that's really interesting, right? So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna follow that. Sure enough, after hours PR, like now that doesn't always happen, but it's really nice to see. Um, when you see those big million dollar blocks come through, because you're not going to see that on your Weeble tape or on your TD Ameritrade tape, right? Could you explain yeah. like what dark pools are in very Ooh, simple language? That'd be yeah. great. So I'll try and explain this better because I'm I'm terrible at explaining things. Uh, <laughs> but basically, a dark pool is a private exchange that's really only available to institutions. So they started because of the fact that people. Uh, the the institutions when they're pla- when they're placing their giant trades, their trade is going to move the market, and they're going to wind up getting a worse fill on their in- in, like on their trade because the size of their trade is literally going to impact the price 
while it's being executed. So some of their trade will get filled at the current bid or, or the current ask, sorry, but their trade alone is going to rise the ask and the price of that stock. So what they what they used to do was just block trades where they they break it into smaller transactions so that it wouldn't have as much of an impact. Then they started getting these private exchanges where it's institution to institution. Uh, so one institution buying from another and they really, sometimes they can report it delayed. Sometimes they, most of the time they do report it in real time. There's, there's a few instances where, um, where it's, you know, the next trading day or something like that. But what they don't show really is intent or the, uh, the side because it's not filled on a public exchange. It's not going based on the order book. Um, so sometime, you know, when there's an institution that thinks it's a good time to sell another institution that thinks it's a good time to buy dark pools alone, don't always provide much insight, but when you combine it with the option flow or you, or you see like, okay, this dark pool trade came in at 350, the stock's now trading at 352, that 350 level, large money flow, flowed into there at that point, it's probably going to act as a support. And if it was, if the stock was currently trading hot, uh, lower than the, than the dark pool print, most likely that level is going to act as a resistance. So a lot of people use it as support resistance, but you can also get a feel for the direction by looking at the, the flow. If you're, if you see giant dark pools and then you see a ton of money flowing on the options, if it's a bunch of call flow, most likely it's got more bullish sentiment than than bearish. Like I said, terrible at explaining things. <laughs> no, 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 you're no, doing no, great. No. Yeah, so what you'll see so a lot of large cap. This... Go on. Sorry, I'm talking over you. Apologize. No, 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 no. It are these similar to like indicators on charts for options, just kind of like tools that one uses. Yeah. So flow should be used as a tool. Don't like, it's just another tool in your belt. It provides insight into where smart money is flowing. So uh -huh. you can kind of use that in your due diligence along with your uh, technical analysis. So if you're thinking it's bullish, even if you think the chart looks great, but then it might save you money by preventing you from entering a trade at all because you think the chart looks great. It's about to have a breakout, but then you see a ton of money coming in on the put side. Okay, so why am I going to bet against the big money? There's somebody thinks it's going to go down. Now, those could be hedges, but I might just sit this one out because why am I, you know, I going to risk it when I see millions of dollars of flow coming in on the opposing side? So it can provide, you know, a little bit of caution and save you some money. It could, it could also prevent you from entering a trade that does work out. Um, but I'd rather be safe than sorry in those cases. Like I could think the chart looks great, but I'm not going to buy calls when I see all put flow on that ticker. Yeah. Okay. Alice, almost, you had uh, something? Yeah. It's almost like the, the trend is your friend, right? It's one of my rules. Where you don't want to be buying calls and everyone's buying puts, right? It's like you don't want exactly. to be follow slapping the, trend, the follow ass the while shorts are just stopping you down. It's almost following the trend. So it's much more used for, at least in my case, as a sediment tracker 
right? It's not going to, you're not going to look uh-huh. at flow and pick your plays because at least for my style, right? Cause I buy out of the money with time, with high liquidity, right? A lot of these like institutions buy in the money, we're at the money, we're stuff like that. So it's a little bit different. Um, a lot of people think like if you pull up whale streams, like if it's going to show you, you know, a bunch of different flow coming through, you don't just follow the first one you see and take it. Uh, there's a little bit more to it. Exactly. Do you, Alice, look at a chart or like form an idea in your head and then use the flow to like strengthen or deny your thesis? Yeah. Or do you use the flow to find the plays and then look at the chart? Well, I'll give you an example, right? AMC yesterday. I'm in Wawa, right? I don't know if you're from the East Coast, you know what Wawa is. And I get a text alert to my phone. Yeah. AMC puts, and I look at the chart. I'm like, wow, that's weird. It's below the 200 SMA. Hmm, this is going to flush out. I slapped a bunch of them, get out of Wawa, eat my sandwich. I come back and I'm up 101%. Just because I can look at the chart really quick and say, okay, it broke to 200, meme name, whole market's down. Uh, this looks like a retail flush. That's it. And it sure enough was a retail flush, even though the guy, I had some guy uh, DM me on Twitter saying, uh, fundamentally, AMC is a thousand dollar stock because of all the shorts. Sure. sure. And uh, yeah, uh, so I, I, I commented on someone's post about that, but I, I tend not to agree with that one on there. But yeah, you just look at the technicals really quick. Uh, I've been doing this, my, I think my two or three year anniversaries in like 10 days or something like that. So I can kind of tell. Happy anniversary. Oh, thanks, dude. You know, I'm going to. So flow is like my scanner that, right? Is it? I know that these it's are your tape super for options. Exactly. Okay. That's how I look out of it. Okay. So it's like, you know, you have your time in sales for your penny stocks, right? Yeah. This is your time in sales for your options. Okay. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Simplified. I couldn't have Got said it. it better myself. Yep. Got it's, it. it's 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 very important people understand a distinction because people like right i'm a big proponent of whale streams josh and i josh and I, I talk to him every day he always asks me like different updates and stuff like that and it's just people think it's gonna like feed them plays but there's more in it's there's more to it than that um for example like we can talk about mstr today was a two million dollar put buy right and yeah. I got so many messages about it. Like, what do you think it is? Like, is it legit? And Josh, can you confirm that that was a legit put by? They were definitely legit purchases. Yep. But I, th- in in my honest opinion, I think there's some sort of tape manipulation going on over there. Yeah, um, it was weird. Yeah, I mean, the asks, the price was... 30 cents or 40 cents mm-hmm. and the orders are coming in at $2 and 95 cents. So it's, or I, I don't remember the exact prices, but they were, they were high way yeah. above the actual uh, bid. And like a thousand percent so, higher, but yeah. it's interesting because like, you can kind of see when people talk about market manipulation and stuff like that, this is a prime example, right? It could have been some arbitrage. It could have been something crazy. So it's important not to just blindly follow the flow, right? Because if you bought those, <laughs> you, you, were, you were a little clapped. But it was definitely an interesting uh, case study for someone that's nerdy like me when it comes to large caps. I thought that yeah. was pretty interesting. I did People make were money talking about <laughs> The second it came in on, on, the, uh, on the flow, I, I put in the side chat because we have a side chat on WhaleStream. And I was like, 
because uh, one of them or two of them, I, I think a few of them were flagged as highly unusuals, which, like yeah. I said, is our is our uh, highest performing indicator. But I immediately put in the chat, I'm like, even though those are a little bit too highly unusual. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I'm not Your touching those. Your indicator so good. I found the most highly unusual thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that uh, I don't know what was going on on, on that one. I actually. I double checked like so many sources. I, mm-hmm. I checked with Opera. I checked with our feed provider. It's legit. Um, it's interesting. But- See, I had a thesis that it was um, it was Bitcoin news was coming out because MSTR is a Bitcoin name. So mm-hmm. I so when I was talking to uh, talking to Mitch and uh, someone else, and I was like, dude, we should just start slamming puts on Mara and Riot right now. And he's like, dude, I think you're right. So we made like seventy five percent off those. So we nice. did it for two rounds, you, so it worked. Do you say Mara? Mara, Mara, yeah, whatever. M-A-R-A, oh, whatever. I'm holding in my yeah. IRA from $2, dude. I'll hold that for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, yeah. I still call DraftKings, I call it Donkey Kong. Cause yeah, sure. Like, sure, doesn't everybody? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce some things, but I just read them by oh. the ticker, and if, it, if, it, if it's something you can read, that's how I say it. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, of I butcher so many names. It's so funny. Sometimes I'll buy um, the wrong ticker if they're too similar. Oh, it's terrible. It's so interesting hearing people on voice say it. Because, you know, my my most famous one is Annie. And I call it Annie. Yeah. yeah. Same one. Yeah. Same, 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 same. Same, same, but different. <laughs> I, um, exactly. I posted yesterday, Spotify came out with a like your year in review thing. So obviously I looked at mine and it said your top songs that you've listened to in the year. And Sweet Annie was my most listened to or my second most listened to song because I put it on when I'm trading Annie and I really need to pump the stock. (laughs) I I was like, whoa, Blaine, you took that way too far. (laughs) That's like the most listened to song. I have a... I have two pump songs. One's uh, Pump Up the Jams, like that 1990s like pump disco song. Yeah, yeah, Josh knows it. And then I have Run It Up. That's That was my second most played uh, Spotify song was Run It Up. Because I'd always play it on voice with my buddies. Like if we were in a ticker and it broke out. <laughs> I also had the Jordan Belfort song by Wes Walker. Anyone listening or you guys, if you haven't heard that song, that's the song. I've tried so hard to get to Wes Walker to on this podcast, and I can't. <laughs> but, I mean, that's that's the song. So, I have a question. Yes. So, I heard some advice one time, somewhere, that the best way to learn how to trade options is to buy an option. And I really took that to heart. And... Ellis knows that I do trade options sometimes. Um, and I have two ways of doing that. One is I'm in Shark's room and I just buy what he buys. And then like I learn something from every single trade. I learn how he's doing it. And it's a slow way to learn, but I'm okay with that. Like I'm not trying to get rich in options right now. So anyway, there's one thing. Another way that I do it is by finding a chart that I really like and then reaching out to my friend Happy Gilmore and asking him, like, if, you know, let's say I want to buy a call and I want to hold it 
one day or two days? Like, what does he think? And then we work through that together. So I'm making some progress on that. But I do think that it's helpful for people to like, options are so scary to people who have never traded them before. And I think that it's better, paper trading is fine, but like dipping your toe in and buying an option and watching what happens, I think is the most useful thing you can do. It is WhaleStream a platform where someone could could get that. I'm not talking about calls, but I'm talking about like they could get like, here's a good sort of beginner option play or like how could, mm, I think the question is, how could it help a complete beginner? So it could help a complete beginner by providing some sort of like uh, confirmation that other people are seeing what you're seeing and it can kind mm-hmm. of maybe help you pick which strike and which expiration based on what flow is coming in. Uh-huh. But I wouldn't necessarily say if a beginner should be using flow right off the bat. They should they should learn how the contracts work first before they start trying to figure out the tape. Because just like, you know, one step at a time, kind of sure figuring out what the Greeks mean, figuring out how volatility affects the contract price, like figuring all of that out beforehand. Now, like I said, it can be used in a way to kind of help them pick which contract they should buy uh-huh. for the play they're already considering, um, which I guess it could help in that respect. But I think it takes a little bit of understanding options before you, sh- uh, before you dive right into flow. Okay. I would agree with that. Uh, I would say though, for a beginner, um, how would I explain it? If you're trading options, like, or if you want to get started, I think your advice is right, Blaine. I think you should just buy a contract. Uh, I remember when I first started learning, I was buying like one contract at a time, as long as it was under like a dollar fifty per contract, just to see how things move. But if you are a beginner, I think it'd actually be really good because, say that you really think Apple's going to go to the moon, right? You could right. pull up Apple Flow and you could see calls just being swept. So that would make me, if I was new, being okay, like all the institutions are buying millions of dollars worth of calls, then I should, you know, be looking at this chart. I also like the top flow indicator or dashboard that tells you where most of the premiums being spent every day. Uh, every day it's Tesla. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, <laughs> literally every single day. Apple, AMD, yeah, Nvidia. yeah. But it's good because, like, I if you notice, like, on my Twitter, I trade these, like, the same three large caps. Like, I've been trading Lucid, Apple, Microsoft, like, the same. Anytime I deviate from those, I'm not the best at. So I think I always check that. That's the first thing I check in the f- first 15 minutes of the morning is I see, where okay, where's all the money stacking up? Like, for example, was it, I think it was two days ago, uh, they were stacking up Uvixi puts at the open, like, stacking them. And in the first five minutes, there's a couple million dollars worth of Uvixi puts. So that gave me confirmation. Okay, we're about to rocket right off the open. Yep. So I stacked them up. An hour in open, my contracts are up like 50 to 100%. So, Uvixi. Yeah, that's my favorite to trade. Uh, someone argued with me the other day that you shouldn't trade uh, Uvixi and stuff when the market's like messed up like this. Um, I tend to agree. But at the same time, as if you know what you're doing, you can, you can still have fun with it. So. 
Just don't yeah. trade Vicks because it trades 24 hours and you're going to get clapped. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Uvic, I, I, I've never called it Uvixi, but I like that. Um, yeah. I just I just spell it out. That's one of the ones where I'm like, if I can't read it, I'll, I'll just say the ticker. Um, but Uvixi, um, I, I love when I see calls coming in on that because it kind of gives me, when you see like big calls, because we've gotten highly unusuals on Uvixi mm-hmm. before for like half a mil. And um, the market tanked like yep. within a week. Yep. Uh, so I think when people are buying a ton of money into those leveraged ETFs, it's a lot more of an indicator than when people are just buying into normal ETFs because those also not only do the options have a time factor to them, but Uvixi as a at like. <laughs> You can't get over how funny that name is. I know. I get no, it. It's fine. UVXY. But, uh, <laughs> UVXY. Like, in, uh, it's just designed to go down if it doesn't move in the right direction. Like, mm-hmm. if it stays flat, it's going to lose value. So, if somebody's buying calls on it, they're, people aren't going to be hedging with those kinds. That That's what, if, they're not going to buy calls on an already leveraged uh, ETF. Most yep. likely, they know something or they're anticipating a big move coming. So funny that you said Uvixi. That's like my favorite one to see on there because it's like the clearest confirmation for me when I see big money flowing into there oh, yeah. that there's going to be a pullback. It's like magically, uh, I think it was last week, they're peppering millions of dollars with Uvixi and then the Omegacron uh, variant comes out on Thursday. It's like they knew. They knew. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. You'll see a lot of the time um, these options flows like it's someone knew something. It's like, it's always like the last, I love, I always watch the flow the last five minutes before close because that's when they try to sneak their orders through so no one catches them, especially before mm-hmm. like earnings. Uh, my favorite one was Peloton. Well, it was Peloton. Uh, yeah. Literally five minutes before the earnings report, like a couple million dollars worth of puts came through unusual uh, alerts, right? And <laughs> I just took one. I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't trade earnings. I took one and it was a 1300% or something like that. They I was trading. I was trading Peloton Commons today for a nice bounce off those bad earnings. There you go. I yeah, love I Peloton, earnings, but no. I don't think their earnings are ever going to be what it was during COVID. I actually, no. I've had this mentality on a bunch of companies since COVID. Like, I wouldn't be buying Zoom again after sure. COVID because right. that reached its peak. I don't see it, the right. usage ever going up. <laughs> they were actually talking about this on CNBC today. I always, I have a TV behind me in my office and I just like keep CNBC on. I don't watch it, but I listen. And I'm like, they're literally saying everything I've been saying for months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're always like, a couple of months behind magically, you know, after yeah. they've already shorted the stock to nothing, they'll, they'll let retail know that uh, they don't like it anymore. Yeah. I, I personally, I don't trust Jim Cramer ever since I saw Iron Man and he shorted, he was like, sell, sell, sell on uh i think it was stark industries right before they dropped the iron man suit like mm-hmm. i can't trust him since then yeah that and how that he loves iron Baba. man's a great movie oh yeah i'm Love not a uh, superhero movie person so iron man i think is outside the realm of su- like 
Yeah, that's just a good movie. It's just a good <laughs> movie. I actually made my kid. It's PG thirteen. I made my kids watch it the other day. Whoa, thirteen. I know, and they're seven and five, so it's not Close enough. appropriate. But I'm like the story, and the whole time my <laughs> husband was like, "This is violent," and I was like, "The story overrides it." <laughs> like, shut up! It's a good movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. Great I can't movie. watch another kid movie. <laughs> now I'm interested. Like how, why options and like, like kind of like the story of whale streams. So I know we kind of talked on it briefly, but I want to know the story of like you, like how did you get into options? Cause I, every time I tell someone I trade options, they're like, dude, you're out of your mind. I'm like, Same. it's really not that scary. I'd rather trade leverage products to get a bigger move up or down than trade commons and where I have to use a bunch of capital. Exactly. So I kind of want to so, know, like, do you ever blow up an account? Like, what oh, was yeah. your first, like, oh, options, yeah. like, platform? <laughs> oh, I've, bl- I've blown up accounts. My first options platform was Scott Trade. Nice. Before, before, nice. It, became, before it became TD Ameritrade when they got acquired. Yep. Um, I dabbled. And then uh, I moved over to Robinhood at a certain point because uh, my friend was, te- like, I, I didn't know what I was doing when I did Scott Trade. Um, then my friend was trading it on uh, on Robinhood and he was teaching me about it a little bit. And then he stopped during COVID because I, he blew up his account. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I blew, I blew up a few accounts uh, during, during COVID when I was trying to, I was like, there's no way this market's going to keep going up. We're still locked down. Yep, What's yep. going on? Yeah, yeah. But nope, they just, the printers go burr. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you can't fight it. Um, <laughs> now we have massive inflation though, but we have yeah. a new variant. So that'll, I'm, delay I'm the convinced talks. the market's not actually up. It's just yeah. the dollar's so down mm-hmm. that the only way that, that Apple's worth what it was before is the stock has to go up. Yep. It takes more dollars. Um, but where was I? Oh yeah. So how I got into options. So I have, I have a different strategy. So like when I'm trading, when I trade, I tend to trade on the option side. When I'm investing, I invest into shares. So like my long-term portfolio, portfolio, I don't do any, I don't touch options. I don't even sell covered calls. I don't do, I sh- I'm probably going to start, but. Yeah, that's what I um, do. Yeah. Especially when the market's down like this. Yeah. Cash covered puts, whatever. Exactly. Uh, covered I, calls, sorry, I messed that up. I'm, but. I'm looking into getting into it, but I, I, I literally, I buy shares for long-term. I trade and on options and then I take my profits from my options and I throw them into shares in my lungs so that now that, now that I'm, I wouldn't say I'm consistently green, but I have more green days than, than red days where I'm, I'm up nice. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I hit a certain threshold in my account, I withdraw yep, that's um, what I the yeah, difference I just, <laughs> and I throw it into shares. I wired out. Wait, so you, wait, so you, you trade to invest long-term then, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. You do the same thing I did. I just wired out on Friday. I was like, oh, the market sucks. I'm just going to wire out. I wire out when I'm sad. <laughs> just bought a bunch of Christmas gifts for everyone. So. Dude, now I, you trade, I, you, you said you trade the open, right? That's your big thing? Not the open, open. I don't go right like 9 30. You I trade usually the pro wait. move, not the amateur move, right? You trade yeah. after 15 minutes. Okay. Exactly. I wait, I wait to see kind of what's going to happen. Yeah. And then I, and then I kind of. Ellis, I in. heard that. What? No, it's actually there's actually what it's called. It's called the amateur move and the pro move. You know that, right? Okay. 
No. <laughs> Anyone who trades in the first 15 minutes is gambling. Anyone who waits after 15 minutes has been trading a long time. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I just know yeah. that every every time I've traded like immediately, I've lost money. Yeah. Especially in options because when the market opens is when the contracts are the most volatile. Yep. So the prices are inflated as well. As long as they're as long as they're in the direction that the market's moving, you're going to buy hot. You like yeah. you're going to buy higher than you want it. You literally you um, could buy a contract at the top and they, your 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 underlying asset could rip all day and your contract won't catch up because you bought like the crazy IV spike in the first couple of minutes. Exactly. Um so I try to avoid that as an options trader. Yeah, I don't yeah. know I, I don't know if it's the same with shares because I don't even pay attention to like yeah. with pennies and like how that all works. Um, but <laughs> nothing wrong with pennies. Okay. No, I, I just don't, I don't like the reason why I don't trade pennies is because I just feel that they're a little too easy to manipulate. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with options, I can get the same kinds of returns, if not better with, for like putting in less money Yep. and I'm able to invest in the large caps with small capital and still make much larger percentages than if I were to just buy shares of those large caps. Exactly. And also, uh, like a lot of these penny runners that we've had, like ABUS yesterday, uh, had options. So if you looked at, if you pulled up the ABUS like flow, you can see people are just hammering these options all day, which causes a gamma squeeze in the small caps. So you'll see it kind of like the, just a price action, just make a monster move because the market makers have to make up for it. So it causes these cool gamma squeezes. Yeah, no, exactly. But my, my thing with the pennies is literally it can take one guy buying throwing a million dollars into the share yep. uh into the stock and it's going to jump so i try to avoid those because i just know that literally one person can yeah can rip the rug out from under me and kill well, me and we can also tie that back to dark pools right that's why they we have dark pools because if an institution came and bought a two million dollar block of some penny stock, it would literally jump the share price 10%. It would be on everyone's scanners and it would just be slapping that stock around the whole day. Exactly. And then that and then that institution would just be like, oh, wow. Okay. Everybody's buying. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yep. <laughs> yeah, cool. I just made and a quarter mil real quick. Dump. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like I like large caps. I feel like they're harder. To, I mean, they're, you can manipulate anything. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they're harder to manipulate. So I like trading on them with options. It's also very technical too, right? Like yeah. the technical analysis on them is pretty A+. Plus. It, plays out, it plays out better because yeah. it's, if you see a bull flag on a penny stock and you throw a million dollars into it, it you just you just caused it to break out. Yep. And then when you go to sell, <laughs> nobody's, nobody's buying you stuff. <laughs> Blaine, are you learning? Yeah. I mean, I'm sort of at that place in my trading journey where I know so much that I'm like, I don't know anything. Yeah, you're. It's what we call uh, too much information. Sometimes isn't the best, right? So, like yeah. Josh, Josh knows his product really well. He knows how well stream works. He knows large caps, so he just stays there. Me, I'm a more of a degen kind of trader. You know, I sure. like to trade a little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm learning a lot. I, I, well, you guys know I had just like personally kind of a bad day today, and I'm kind of in a bad trading streak. So I am 
I don't Everyone know. I'm is. learning don't, a Don't ton. let it get to you. It's not you. <laughs> it's you know people got smoked this week? Are you kidding me? I know people that got uh, like, like, absolutely hammered. Like, hey, man, like, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think I'm going to trade full time anymore. I'm like, I've been doing just fine because like, I've been keeping myself busy just because it's so hard, especially when – so when the VIX goes up, right, your contracts also go up on options. So all the option traders I know are losing 50, 50K a day. Some, I, know, I, I know a guy who lost 51K today on options, and he's like way better than I am. And I'm green and I'm chilling. And it's because when the VIX is this high, the contract prices are like triple. Like a zero day expiration spy call is like $500 right now. When they're normally 50 bucks. So, you know, you just, you're just setting yourself up for, for a bad time. And today our top gainer was like 20%. So there's no Momo either in small caps. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a... It's been a hard time for trading like last month. So October was probably my best month ever trading. And then last okay. month was garbage. Yeah. November was garbage. Um, But th- since like the end of November, I got swamped because my other. So I work full time. I'm, And then I also do f- well stream full time. And then I'm I'm a new father. So I'm I'm like super swamped. I know I was telling you guys this a little bit before, but um, it's kind of been a blessing because I avoided so much. I know that like, because when I've looked back at the market afterwards, I was like, I would have taken so many of these trades and I would be, I'd be hurting. But um, luckily I was so busy that I, I didn't even trade except for yesterday. But I, I, I got in when I bought spy puts yesterday. That was the only trade I made. And it it worked out. And then I felt bad because I couldn't even get excited about it because everybody who I was talking to was like wrecked yesterday. So yeah. I didn't want to come off as like rubbing it in their face. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I did good. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how the training community is like that, though. Like if you see like all your buddies are down bad, like you don't want to show them they had a, a great day. I yeah, mean, I only yeah. show it to the people I don't like to make them feel bad. Yeah. No, I'm just- <laughs> I mean, I did all right because I had uh, me and my. Uh, have you talked to Stock Market yet? I think he's supposed to come on, uh, Blaine. I think he messaged um, you or something. But he's one of my really good buddies. And yeah, like five minutes before close yesterday, he's like, "Dude, fun ten plus tomorrow." I'm like, "Cool." So I went on my mom's Robinhood account and I bought uh-huh. like fifty contracts of uh, fun three three point five calls. I literally went all in because I was like, "This is gonna gap because like there's nothing else running." And I sold them this morning for like I think we capped out at like three hundred and. 47% or something like that. Yeah, I saw your tweet today. Your mom's <laughs> account was up $500. Yeah. I, I expect my cookies. <laughs> I know. She's very, very, uh, she's quite happy. So maybe this year she'll be buying me Christmas gifts. I'm a little bit older, so I don't really get Christmas gifts anymore, but maybe I'll get one this year. I'm I'll send you one. Least. Send me your address. I'll send <laughs> you a little gift. Dude, I want that Whale Stream backpack, dude. That stuff's so tough. <laughs> don't be talking about that. That's not out yet. Oh, it's not out yet? Oh, <laughs> no. Editor, delete it, delete it. <laughs> no, you, you could you could talk about it. Yeah. We're we're going to be releasing some merch. I I sent it to some people, but I'm just working with uh, the company that's going to be printing them to make sure that everything is quality. Because mm-hmm. um, the first batch, there was some there was some issues. So, <laughs> um, well, that's awesome. I, everyone likes merch. Exactly, and we got the cutest pink whale ever. <laughs> oh, you know, who's got a cuter whale? <laughs> Gotta have one of those. I have a five-year-old daughter. 
Oh, there you oh. go. Christmas mm-hmm. gifts right here. You yeah. know what? You send me your address too. I'll I'll send you I'll send you something. All right. Doing it right now. <laughs> well, I'll send her something, not you. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the backpack though. It kind of looks like uh, it has like the Gucci print, like the uh, designer Gucci bags, but it's the whale. Uh, something like that. It just, yeah, I, I I tried to tried to be all cool and stuff. So when I designed it, I I took the whale and then I turned it over and then I made it like the GG, yep, like yep, the Gucci. Yep. Oh, very and, cool. And then I made like the the whale stream print. We'll call it because um, it's not Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say it's Welchy, but I feel like that sounds really awkward to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll 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 think of something. Right now, I'm just calling it the designer print. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it works. It works. Subtle, subtle. Yeah, <laughs> they know which designer. Now, I have a question. So, actually, it's more of like a, this. I don't. Know, I won't even say it's a question. So, what? No, no, this is a question. Okay, what were your okay. preferred settings <laughs> on whale streams? Because you're the one I asked for. Like, what you think is the most beneficial when you go to your settings? And mm-hmm. I use what you told me. So, I was wondering if you could tell the audience. Uh, what's the the best kind of settings to do it for starting out and what to really look for? So I flip through my settings like a thousand times a day, but um, because I kind of, I use it as a scanner, but like when I'm not watching, I'll mm-hmm. just throw it on the highly unusual slash unusual. So it'll show all the unusual order, anything we flag as unusual, as well as anything we flag as highly unusual. So they'll both show up. Okay. Um, When I'm like paying attention, and then when I'm, I'll turn on Wanda, the whale watcher, so she could literally just read me. Um, I don't know. If, yeah, what's Wanda? Think, Explain it. A lot of our users, I don't even think know. Um, but <laughs> we, we recently just added, uh, I like to call her Wanda, the whale watcher, but basically it's voice alerts. So basically, you know, traders have a lot, not every trader has a ton of real estate on their screens. So um, you could set your filters. Uh, based on what you want to see and then you could toggle on wanda and she'll literally read you the orders as they come in um she's a wonderful person she watches the whales and she reads it to you she's she's great that's awesome so it's almost like a trade ideas but for large caps yeah um i guess i don't know do you know know what trade ideas is no (laughs) okay trade ideas is like a really popular uh low float penny stock kind of scanner and it will read out to you like like for example, ticker ABC, you know, unusual volume or whatever. But so Wanda pretty much does the same thing, but for options contracts. Yeah, she'll literally read you the contract as it comes in. Like she'll be like, uh, Tesla call, mm-hmm. five hundred strike, exp- like eleven nineteen expiration, two hundred, uh, two thousand contracts at blah blah blah, whatever the premium is. And then if she says something that piques your interest. You know, you flip back over to WhaleStream, you take a deeper look, you check the charts, and then maybe it's something that you want to trade. But this way, you're not having to keep an eye on it and waste screen space when... Yeah, yeah that's awesome. When you're not doing your due diligence, but you can st- you won't miss a beat. Um, now, say I made a... Let's say I made a, a large caps option list and I inputted my watch list into WhaleStreams. Would it just read the information from my watch list? Yeah, if you if you toggle on your watch list because we have watch lists on there, which is about to be imp- like improved like crazy. Uh, but if you toggle on another your watch teaser? list, another teaser. Um, <laughs> also, ignore lists coming soon, so okay. you can block out certain tickers. But um, 
when when you have your watch list on, basically she's reading whatever hits your dashboard. So if you have filters on or your watch list on, when your watch list is on, the only tickers hitting your uh, hitting your dashboard are going to be the ones that are in your watch list. So she will just read you any flow that comes in for those tickers. Cool. So let's say I'm in like a, so I get whale streams, I hop on, I get my watch list and I'm in an Apple call, right? And I'm busy like doing whatever, like, I don't know, sweeping my floors and shining shoes. I don't know, whatever. And all of a sudden you start hearing puts peppering the tape and you're in calls. It might be a good indicator for you to be like, okay, maybe the flow has switched a little bit bearish for now. I could pull up the chart on my phone and be like, okay, it's still in bullish trend. We're good. Oh no, it broke a major level. I need the, you know, GTFO. Exactly. So you can kind of, you can kind of use her as your, I wouldn't say stop loss, but your, uh, you know, keeping her out. Yeah. She, she's whispering in your ear. <laughs> I, sh- I should add, we should add in a, a whisper um, feature so she can whisper. Um, oh yeah, can I get Snoop Dogg to read me to flow for an extra five bucks? Is that cool? That'd be awesome. I used Just to have hit. Snoop Dogg on my GPS. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard people wanted, um, Morgan Freeman, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Turn left now. <laughs> Yo, could you imagine if you had Arnold reading you flow, dude? On a bearish day, it would be so aggressive. Like, you sit at your desk with like a soldier helmet on. I'm like, all right, apocalypse is coming, baby. I'm good. <laughs> could you imagine? I'll, I'll try and I'll try and make that happen. I don't know if he'll do it, yeah. but I will. I will try and reach out to his people because that would be. Are you going to send him a DM? Oh, yeah. I'm going to slide into those DMs. You got to slither nice. in there, dude. It's not sliding, it's slithering now. I'm going to slither cool. right in. That yeah. sounds grosser than sliding. <laughs> <laughs> so, sliding is when you slide in someone's DMs that you know. Slithering is a stranger because, like, it's already creepy to begin with. So, you might as well make it sound more awkward. Like, hey. Hey, Arnold. Yeah, you see I've been trader slithering into Chris Randone's DMs. Ah, there you go. See, uh-huh. that's a slither. That's a slither. It's a real slither. And then the slithering's not working, so I've gotten more public with my like, hello, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to come on the podcast. And I have ulterior motives because I'm a big Bachelor in Paradise fan. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah you gotta- and he was on it. So I want to be like, come on my stock podcast. Tell me about Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> yeah, how's your trading going? Okay, so that sounds great. Yeah, so what okay. was it like? Was this person, did, are these people married yet? Are they engaged? He got engaged and married on Bachelor in Paradise, and he is now divorced, Um, which is neither here nor there. He had the experience. I'm, you know. Oh, no, I was more I'm saying those in. are the questions you were going to be asking him. Like, are these people? <laughs> I wasn't asking. <laughs> I really just let slide how into this uh, whole thing I am. This <laughs> entire relationship status. You're invested. Hey, I saw exactly. you broke up with your girlfriend exactly three days and 17 hours ago. Um- <laughs> yeah, I saw you deleted all of your pictures with her. You know? And what, your what bio happened? says single. <laughs> It's complicated. <laughs> anyway, you know, that's that's what I've been up to. When my trading goes bad, I really try to, you know, hook some some podcast guests. Hey, you got you to do what you got to do to get your mind off it. Like me, totally. I just uh, play Halo or play some Battlefield if things aren't going my way. Speaking of, how's the Mitch Call of Duty index going? Uh, Mitch has been playing a lot of Call of Duty recently. Um, like a lot. Smart man, staying away from this ridiculous market. Yeah, he's uh, 
I still talk to him. Like he's been pretty much ghost. I'm not sure what he's done. I know he was in Wisconsin back at his hometown for a little bit, but uh, he's actually well, he he was he won, he actually like messaged me today about the whole uh, MSTR thing. We were spending like a half hour trying to figure out like what it was, and we had the same conclusion as Josh that it was just pure tape manipulation. So yeah, unfortunately, cool. you know no, sometimes no. sometimes there's manipulation. Yeah, but every other alert's been... Uh, Blaine, do you get the text alerts? No, and I need somebody to <laughs> to screen share my phone with me. Or like, <laughs> call me on voice DM so I can do a screen share to show me what to do. Because that is where I am. Like, my, I, that's where I am in my life. So one of you can, you know, call me. <laughs> I'll leave it to Josh. She's a salesman. Yeah, I, I got you. I'm <laughs> okay. actually... When it comes to whale stream, I try not to be too salesy. one because like i was saying before like with the uh like don't get me wrong i'll promote the 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 crap out of it i don't know what i can (laughs) say um we uh we don't have i mean wait sorry we have a parental advisory so you you say whatever you want all right i will promote the stuff out of it Um, (laughs) but i uh i i won't push it on people that i don't think it makes sense for like what yeah. I was saying before, like if you're a beginner to options, I don't necessarily think jumping right into options flow is going to make it's going to make you any better. Like learn how to trade options first, then use the flow to help you better your options, uh, picks and stuff like that. But I wouldn't say like first day trading options. Oh, look, option calls coming in on the tape, and then boom, you jump in because you'll you'll get creamed. Um, sure, but. I do think for people looking for who have experience and are looking for an edge, it's a great tool. And I think we do it. I think we do it best, but I could be biased. I don't know. Um, So for, for those listeners of the Penny Lane podcast who are really chomping at the bit to get on whale stream, don't we have an incentive for them? Oh yeah, you do. Okay. Let's tell them. Um, So if you guys sign up, and use code Penny Lane, you'll save $10 a month. Our price is $69 a month normally, so you'll pay $59 a month. And you'll also still get your free week trial. So you start off for a week, and if you love it, which you will, and you decide to continue, you pay $59 a month going forward because you're saving $10 from Penny Lane. This Look is fantastic. That. This is just amazing. You guys should defi- definitely do that, you know. I also right like that your monthly price is sixty nine dollars. You know, we we were we were gonna do seventy, but then I was like, why? No, <laughs> no, you it's, can't. It, it was either that or ninety six. I just wanted to be able to turn it over and it still translate. Sure, of course, of course. <laughs> and you get Wanda too, so I don't know if that implies into the sixty nine a month, but uh, maybe it does. Maybe it does. It, I mean, it we're might. selling a package here. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I love it. I love it. I will you know, say we, ha- we had to pick a number that people would love, and everybody <laughs> loves that number, <laughs> especially in the stock market. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, it's a thing. I only buy in uh, in sixty nine lots, so that is one thing. And I only That's buy really shares funny. when they're at sixty nine. I actually did that for a while. I would only buy in sixty nine lot shares or whatever. Like I build my position with that, and then just to amuse myself, kind of, and then it got. <laughs> Like it's it doesn't work, 
right? It's not a round number. I can't scale out. So I was like, that was fun for like a couple weeks. And people then do have signature up. prints. It's a real thing. I know a lot well, of ninety six. Uh, it's a it's a square number. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say just like a, almost like a plug for people who are like interested in using whale streams. Like I'm a big proponent of it. I'm largely known for options. Uh, I will say it probably has the cleanest, simplest like dashboard out of all the flow services I've ever used. Uh, I used to use other ones. I did the, uh, I'm just gonna say I used black box stocks for the while. Uh, and it just, it was kind of madness. Honestly, I felt like a little bit lost, but whale streams is very clean, very simple. It's also very pretty and beautiful, you know, it's like $69 a month. Uh, not if you use use penny lane discount though, it's only 59. No, um, Josh, I am an artist and very into interior design and aesthetics and things being balanced and all the things. And Ellis and I have actually talked offline about how incredibly beautiful the platform is. It feels Thank so you. good on the eyes. I mean, major congratulations to you on that. It Thank you. That's all gorgeous. my partner. He is a machine. Like I said before, he, he does. So he does all the programming himself. We're literally a two man shop. He, he works like, he doesn't sleep for like two days straight, just coding away like crazy. Um, you know, I give him lollipops every once in a while and say, <laughs> good job. But no, he, he's amazing. Um, and I fought with him on certain things on the UI and he's like, no, 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 trust me. And then he did it and I'm like, oh, okay. I trust I'm you. I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I I learned not to argue with him about UI stuff because he he knows he knows what he's doing. Um, but yeah, our UI is probably the thing that we get the most uh, fe- like positive feedback on. Is it's it makes it super easy to get a ton of data in your brain quickly because it's it's clear. It's like, hey, this is this, and just something about the way we did it, we can put a little bit more information than other competitors while still keeping it easily digestible. So you can take that information in quickly and the quicker you could process the information, the faster you could trade on it. So that's what we're really focused on other than just enhancing the data as much as possible and keep adding features and stuff, but we want to keep it clean. Well, it's successful. Thank you. It looks great. It makes me feel Um, like instead of, reading like an excel spreadsheet it makes me feel like i'm actually using like a different tool uh i found a lot of the other flows are much more uh excel spreadsheety you can export so, an excel uh, an excel spreadsheet yeah if i you do want. that like 12 hours a day running you know my other side hustles in my full time so i'm okay with that but i appreciate it <laughs> well it's it's there if you want to <laughs> okay now, do you want to tease any like uh any any new up and coming features you guys are working on that are coming out uh, I think they get people excited that do you have like a, a list oh, of yeah. them? Or... Yeah, I do. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, we do. So we have crazy enhancements coming to the watch list, watch list management, ignore list. Um, and then we also have uh, an app in development. So you'll be able to use Ooh. set app soon. Um, so that's going to be a game changer for us. We also have some things in the works for the dark pool that'll help to provide a lot more insight. Um, Cause as we were talking about before, there isn't a lot of insight into dark pools, but we think we've found a way. Um, we're just testing it a little bit before we 
throw you it out there. You'd be one of the first if you did that, right? That's the goal. Oh! <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so there's that. Then, you know, um, we have something we call order x-ray where you'll be able to really dive into each order and see all the details, everything from the Greeks to the volatility at the time of the order, and then compare it against the current contract prices. Um, what else? I know I'm forgetting some stuff. Uh, I remember you telling me about so the much in the works. I, I really like that idea. To say, like, I'm a big, I'm a big data nerd. I like the details. So it'd be cool to actually like, I wonder if I could somehow like look through a couple contracts and like almost like, I don't know, like write down one of the most like common Greeks that everyone looks for. Cause there's definitely a pattern among the data. And I wonder if someone who's smarter than me or has more free time than me could actually like really dive into that and, and get some juicy details for the boys. Oh yeah. Always for the boys. We got to get it for the boys and, and for and, and the Penny. girls. Yeah. Penny's part of the boys. <laughs> she's been, she's been uh, inducted. We, uh, you know, we brought her into the, uh, the frat basement last night. We inducted her with her, with her robes over her head. She's one of the boys. Yeah, she's in. Yeah, I've been one of the boys for like 25 years. So that's not a new thing. Trading boys. Sorry, the trading sure, boys. Sure. I think that's why I like trading culture so much. I'm just like a, a guy's girl, you know? Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's why everyone loves Penny. <laughs> so yeah, I use whale streams a lot. Here's why I love whale streams. First off, I love the highly unusual alerts. I literally live by them, and that's probably my biggest selling point. I like it because I'm mobile a lot. I like to move around. I'm always doing weird stuff like getting get my hair cut. We're at the gym. So I'll get a text alert to my phone. I'll pull up the chart, look at the technicals. Bang. If it meets, if it meets my criteria, I'm taking it. I'm going to set a, a sell at 20% and see where it goes. Okay. Bang. Another thing I like. I, I, I don't trade using level two when I trade penny stocks. I think level two is full of scams, a lot of games being played. I read the tape, okay? That is what I do. That is what I'm known for. So, Whale Streams gives you the opportunity to read the tape for options, right? There is on Thinkorswim times and sales of options, but it's, it's again, it's like reading an Excel spreadsheet. I used to do that all the time. Whale Streams makes it really simple for you to see exactly what the order is whether it's a debit spread, a credit spread, whether they're selling the premium, whether they're buying the premium. And for me, that's all the confirmation I need is for someone to, a big institution, to be buying what I'm buying. If they're buying what I'm buying, then I'm right, and I'm going to ride that bitch to the moon. Bang. Good lord. And you're not in sales. Uh, I actually uh, thought about being in sales, but no, I am an accountant. Uh, that is what I do. Okay, well, you know, the funny thing Josh, is, I am in, I am in a... sales, and <laughs> I, as much as, like I said before, I could sell my product, but I try not as as the owner, I try not to be too pushy with it. So I I, I let I let Ellis sell it. Yeah, and, and he's damn good at it. You might want to bring him on, you know, as a third member of the team. <laughs> nah, Josh and I are already going to eleven in Miami. We already had this planned out in the spring, so. With with cool. Mitch, yeah, yeah, Mitch is going to come. We're going to be the too. three best friends that anybody could have. Yeah, dude, we're going to go nutty. I mean, yeah, you have you have a child on the way, but like, I'll buy no, you he's that. Here. Dude, it'll be chill. Oh yeah, yeah, he is here. Yeah, but we can make sure he's on the way somewhere else, not the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, did you guys know that I'm working pretty hard to try to put together a Penny Lane Pod live event? You know, I would be there. Oh no, that's the thing. If I go, people will know who I am. <laughs> 
I already know everything about you. <laughs> Josh, you don't know that. <laughs> Come on. Alice, we can't have a Penny Lane Pod live event if you don't I would be there. I, I would 100% be there, um, but I will be wearing a, uh, a name tag of someone different. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I'm going to be... Yeah. Uh, I'll know that voice. Yeah, no, that's a... This is side He's going to be like, hello. When I was in, <laughs> like, what is it? Pre... Pre, not preschool, whatever. I had to go to a program in the morning before like elementary school because my parents both worked full time. So I guess it was almost like they props to your parents. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to mom and dad. Well, mainly mom. But uh, so I had a counselor there tell me, I, don't know, I always call him a counselor because I thought it was camp when I was a kid. And he told me, he's like, Ellis, for the rest of your life, I will recognize your voice. You could be in a crowd of 100,000 people and I'd probably still recognize your laugh from a distance. And I was like, dang, dude, I'm screwed forever. <laughs> so and i still get that to this day somebody said that on twitter somebody said something to me like the fact that i've listened to every episode of the penny lane podcast despite her voice really shows my lo- no, no no laugh despite her laugh really shows my loyalty and i was like good for you making it through <laughs> i know it's tough I was my laugh club, is so like- not audible like you can't like i just breathe hard <laughs> That's just the uh. exhale. <laughs> but yeah, I was at the club two weeks ago. We were in like VIP and uh, someone came up to me like from my high school. I was like, hey man, like how's it going? I was like, how'd you know it was me? They're like, because I could hear your voice across the club. And I was like, yeah, I'm loud. I'm, <laughs> I'm very noticeable. But yeah, I will definitely come. I'll be dripped out and some Whale Streams merch, a little bit of Penny Lane merch. You know? I'll be there. Big, okay. big Gucci loafers. Hopefully we don't lose all of our money tomorrow when the market dies. So. Guys, things are shaping up for this event. I would like to have it in Vegas. It's a personal preference, but I'm open to other locales. Yeah, no, yeah. I would Vegas love that because is- I've never been, and I've been meaning Woo! to go since I was 21, and that was nine years ago. So um, I'm old. Um, uh, er than Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 55, dude. I mean, I got a 401k. I just got health insurance, <laughs> dude. Like, I feel 45 or well, 55, man. Dude. You know? You have no. I feel so old. I'm trying to think. Last time I was in Vegas was my my buddy's 21st birthday. His uh, he his I don't know. His dad was like a he's a big time poker player, so we got like free rooms and stuff like that. The Bellagio, and oh. I got off the plane and went up to back to my apartment at school, and I just cried for a little bit because Vegas is such a dopamine rush of like strippers, gambling, more strippers, more gambling, food, <laughs> like. It's so and there's so many lights and so many things moving that when you come back and you're in your apartment by yourself, you just start crying because your dopamine just crashes. Like, I like to have that cry on the floor of the Vegas airport. Oh, nice, nice. Mumbled nice. and broken. No, no, know? rich because we hit the craps table. I only play craps. That's what I play. Oh, me too. Yo, oh my god, let's go. <laughs> I'm a blackjack guy. Wait, you're you're a dice you're a dice gal. Love it. Love it. Yo. Love oh, my God. Oh my. my shit right now. No way. Oh, so you oh got the whole my. table in. Everyone's it's like, like we have a hot hand. Everyone's screaming. Yes. Like, oh, my God. Yes. Yo, Penny. Yo. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I just had, we just had a moment. Like, we, we did. Had a serious we moment. Did. <laughs> we'll bring Josh through. He can throw some dice. Dude, I had the hottest I'll throw hands, some dice. Dude. Oh, man. Yeah, crap. Uh, I really speaking game. of liking to be the only girl or hanging out with guys, being the only girl at a hot craps table, I've never felt more wanted in my life. 
<laughs> Everyone oh, wants to. Awesome. You got a hot hand. I was yeah. at I was at some shady casino like in Philly. Like what was it? Probably like six months ago. Like when the COVID lockdown, you had to wear a mask. Like you couldn't drink inside or smoke cigarettes or do anything. It was super lame. And like it was just you me smoke this- a lot of cigarettes. No, you. But like a casino, like is the only place you can go and smoke cigs inside, and no one can judge. Sure. You. You know, sure, what I'm sure, sure. So, like, if you're yeah. at the casino or like a cigar or whatever your flavor is, but yeah, he had yeah, to wear no, a mask the whole that. time. It was just me and this random dude. He had, dude, he was so hot. I went in with, I, I put fifteen dollars on the table, walked out with like seven hundred something. I was like, oh I'm like God, honking him, and the, and the, the pit boss is like, oh no, six feet. I'm like, nah, dude, he has a high hand. Like, let let us hug. Like, <laughs> 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 it was crazy. Sorry, we. Oh man, hand. guys, I'm already, I'm living this trip already in my mind i know i just got the tingles <laughs> let's do it <laughs> well i you know we've gone over our hour ellis you do this to me every time <laughs> i could not- just love to get in a good chat uh, <laughs> have you not met me i mean come on <laughs> we haven't we have not <laughs> but we're about to though That's- you will be na- wearing the name tag real simple ariel no 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 no. i'm gonna be someone you've never heard of i'm gonna find someone who has like 50 followers on twitter it's going to be like user XYZ4580. And I was going to put that on there. And then just you're going to have one good laugh and people are going to be like outed. Nah, I'm going to be like, nah, that's not me, dude. Look at my profile picture on Twitter. That's not me. I don't look anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Name tag, not Ellis. Yeah, no, that's way too obvious. dude. I'd probably do We could like- have an icebreaker. Like the first person in this room to properly identify Ellis gets, you know, a subscription to Whale Stream. There yeah, you go. I, oh, that yeah, would be fun. Yeah. 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 Oh man. I'm I'm game. <laughs> I'm just gonna deny. It. Like I'm great. I'll just I'll sit there like a serial killer and be like, nah, bro, that's not me. Wait, so your not real name's I... not Ellis Dillinger? Well, it's 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 young LED, but young is spelled Y X N G. Oh damn. Yeah, I never would have oh, I never would have known. Yeah. 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 I thought your name was Ellis us. Dillinger this whole time. Well, Dillinger is actually a famous mobster. I found out through people messaging me on Twitter asking if I'm related. So, I thought you were oh, him. Wow! <laughs> I told you, I'm <laughs> one in three different states, dude. No one's gonna know. All right, guys. Well, I've got kids to feed, and you know, massive losses to explain on social media. So, thank you for your time. Thank you. And uh, guys, listeners, sign up for Whale Stream. Do you get any kind of trial period? Yep, seven days free. If you love it, don't cancel. If you hate it, cancel before and you never get charged. There's literally no reason not to do this. Even if you don't trade options, get on there to see how pretty it is. Thank you. Honestly, that's a great idea. Just honestly, look how pretty it is. And if you don't think it's that pretty, then uh, Then pennies and And listen to Wanda. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Just maybe next time I'm having trouble sleeping, I could just get a Wanda voice recording going. (laughs) Spy puts. Uh, no, that'll give you PTSD. <laughs> Spy calls. <laughs> All right, guys. I appreciate you both. Thank you so much for your time. Love Thank you for episode. having me. Yep. We will have you back for sure. I'd love it. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. If you would like to try Whale Stream for a week free, please use the link in the show notes and use the code PennyLane. Thank you to our producer, Joel Edwards and Chesley Lowe for the banjo music. Please like, subscribe, and share this on social media. We appreciate you guys. 
By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the Penny Lane podcast makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional or financial advice. Unless specifically stated otherwise, the Penny Lane podcast does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast, and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily refer the opinions, standards, or policies of the Penny Lane Podcast. The Penny Lane Podcast assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein.